Today on The Breakdown, day 126 of my dream journal, the lizards grew out of my fingers again. They had, they had ace of spades somehow for their, their forked tongues, and I knew it meant I couldn't trust my mother anymore. How does this all relate to my life? That's always the question, and it is once again. Am I the lizard? Am I the forked tongue? Could I become the ace of spades? <laughs> I mean, fuck. At this point, nobody knows. Let's get to some, some good hand to talk about on the breakdown. Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. It was interesting to watch you struggle through that. I've Thank been in, I've been in that spot before where I try to create a narrative and I have no idea where I'm going. And that was very clearly what was happening. Oh, yeah. There. You had no idea where, where you were Zero. going with that. Zero. I had, I'm going to do something for my dream journal. That was as far as I because got. Because I had just made a joke about a journal right before the podcast That's started. That's why. Yeah. And then you said, just as I was about to start recording, you said, oh, yeah, you don't know anything about this hand. I was like, yep. And I was like, probably won't talk about the hand then. Let's yeah. do something from, let's do a journal. Let's do a dream journal. That's weird. So I did a little dream journal thing. You did. And, you know, it either landed or it didn't. And I can't say because I'm not the audience. I'm just Grant. You didn't like it. I thought it was okay. It was, I would definitely say it was a below average Jonathan mm, Levy opening. That's fair. Which, you know, that you're Jonathan Levy, you do all the openings. So it's not an insult in any way no. unless you're deteriorating mentally. And then you're like, oh, no, it's proof that I'm deteriorating mentally. That's too bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. I don't take it as an insult in any way, for sure. There's going to be a bunch of below average openings. There has to be. Yeah. Half of them. Yeah. Or yeah. so. Or around little, that. A little less. Yeah. A little less. Um, yeah. Since I do all of them, how could I be offended if some of them are below average? I mean, I thought it was an interesting, an interesting swing to take. How about that? It was a medium swing to take. Ooh. Really? My fingers are for Liz, are the ace of spades somehow fork I could that say that was interesting. I can say random crazy shit too. Yeah, but mine mine ties together in ways that yours wouldn't. Because the, the ace of spades. Yeah, I, I I essentially painted a tapestry. That's right. There was a tapestry, and I painted over it. Um, I drew a I drew a tapestry. You <laughs> so drew I drew, an, I drew an image of a tapestry with a pencil. Um, the tapestry is what had the pencil. I didn't use a pencil to draw it, to be clear. Are we going again? Yeah, we're doing this. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> See, there's themes upon themes. These things, they rhyme. It's poetry. It's like uh, it's the layers of this. It's, it's like the rehearsal. It's, yeah. It's that layered. Dude, not only is it that layered, but for some of those, some, for a few Star Wars fans out there, they got that it rhymes its poetry thing, which was a little reference. Just a little reference to a behind-the-scenes George Lucas thing. From a time ago. Okay. A long, long time ago. Is it like a dumb thing that George Lucas said? Yep. Cool. Super dumb when he was making the prequels. Yeah. Trying, basically saying, yeah, this one's a lot like the other stuff we did, but that's good. It's good that it's essentially the same movie. I see. Uh, and then he went, uh. <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't believe that last part. Yeah. Hey, you buried the lead because, mm. because we are going to have a heads up hand between Zeki Soyergaz and Milos Patakovic. I am, I am sorry for not elucidating. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, to diminish the way spelling works from other countries, especially if Whoa, they're, they're not using the Western alphabet. I'm not exactly sure. 
But Zachy Sawyer, guys, his last name is spelled S-O-Y-I-R-G-A-Z. That's just really hard to wrap my mind around. Sure. Sawyer, guys. I mean, Pet- Petkovic's name is... Petekovic. Petekovic? P-E-T-A-K-O-V-I-C. Petekovic. When you say it, like you can you can get yeah. a rhythm with it. Like, Petekovic. Yeah, no, but, I get it. But Sawyer, guys, that one's tough for me. Well, maybe if you, you know, took off your racist hat... Maybe. ...and put on your... Your open arms hat. Okay. <laughs> and then maybe it wouldn't be so hard, Grant. Try it. Is that a Journey song, Open Arms? Or it is a Journey song. Yeah. It's one of the good ones. There are many good ones. Yeah, of course. Journey's good. Yep. Hey, you know who's at this final table? Uh, I know. Oh, it's not a final Pe- table. Petro- Petrovich, Pe- Petakovich. Petakovich and Sawyer Gaz. And Sawyer Gaz. And who else? Um, so there's 15 remaining. We yeah. should talk about the event. I've okay. never, I've never heard of this poker event before, but it's Merit, the Merit Poker se- series. I think Merit Poker was maybe an online, or is even an online thing. Maybe you just made that up, didn't no, you? No, no, I've heard of Merit Poker before. You have? Okay, I had never seen anything could, of it. I don't know. Anyway, go on. Um, so there is Mustafa Cannon in the field. Hey, it's been a long time, man. There is. There are a few other accomplished players. I don't really know who they are, but they have good Hendons. Um, you just looked up rando other people in the field's Hendons? Well, I was, looking at the the, hand? I was looking at the Hendon uh, to see who was left in the field to see ah, what the competition was like. I see. There's Georgios Soteropoulos. He's got $4 million in Hendon. Oh, wow. So he's probably pretty good. Cannon, obviously, he's got like $12 million. Um, there's at least one other good player in, in, in the field. Dmitry Gromov has $3.2 million in Hendon. Hmm. So it's not it's not like a cakewalk field here. What's the buy-in in this event? Thirty three hundred. What's first place? Uh, three hundred eighty-four thousand. Okay. So, but those three guys are the only ones with significant Hendons. So that's pretty nice. It's for a great them. deal when you're when there's like two tables. Everybody left, else I'm looking up deal. has got about a quarter million or less. Mm. So like our two players, Zeki Sawyer, guys, before this event had about eighty thousand in Hendon. He's, he's, this is the biggest spot of his life with 15 left, even though the current payout is only 22,000. There's a lot up top as compared to that. And Milos Patakovic had, before this event, about 100,000. Mm. So these guys are not live poker crushers that we're going to talk about, but they're going to play an interesting hand, I Great. tell you. Great. I love interesting hands. And yeah. It's why I come to this podcast event. Yeah. That's what this is. This is a special podcast event. I'd like to call it that, a special podcast event, maybe I'm, for Christmas. Sure. A Christmas podcast event. Merry Christmas to all. And happy holidays, maybe, Grant? No, just Christmas. <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> a special holiday event. Yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. Uh, you said you had something for the opening. Oh, yeah. So let's get to that. I before do we have something for the opening, Grant. Okay. And I'm glad you asked. So in our Poker Guys Discord, which Grant likes to point out is really fun and great, and you could just sign up easily, and it's free. And then you get an intro to Discord, which is an interesting platform. It took Jonathan in particular, between the two of us, but me too, a little while to like get into it and figure it out because it's a little bit more complex than some of the other social media platforms. But once you get into it, you realize there's really cool features based on that complexity. Yeah, and it's not too bad. Like no. you, It doesn't take that long to figure out. Um, it's, it's worth doing. It is worth doing. So if you use the link... Uh, that we have in the description of this podcast. It takes you to our server, which is how you can see our stuff, and then you can join other servers too. Um, I just want to talk about one feature before you do your thing that's super cool on Discord. Okay. There's a spoiler feature. 
which I don't remember how to do it, but it's easy to look up. <laughs> yeah. Where you can say spoilers ahead for House of the Dragon or whatever, and then the rest of the text that you do between the two indicators of you want this to be a spoiler-free zone, it blacks it all out for everybody unless they click on it. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's like super cool. It has features like that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. For sure. Um, in our Poker Guys server, we've got a whole bunch of different channels. We have Poker Talk. We have Your Hands. We have Food. We have Movies. We have Sports. We have Solver Talk. Hands that people suggest, and the one I'm going to read from, shoot the shit. So just a general old whatever. Shoot the shit's probably creating the best content these days. Get on in there and get your face dirty. Yeah, with with the shit. Yeah, with the poop. Um, so very recently, as we're recording this anyway, Sammy Montour came on and wrote this on shoot the shit. I had a dream last night that I had moved to a new city with a girl like a rural-ish area, I would assume somewhere in the northeast, northwest. Anyway, we hop off the plane and walk outside the airport only to be met by none other than Jonathan Levy in an 18-wheeler. He proceeded to show us around town in a drunken state while operating the semi. At some point, he crashed into a casino and attempted to parallel park between two cars about 15 feet between them with said semi. We then walked inside and played 1-3 with some regs, not sure what significance this could possibly hold in my life, but it has to be a good sign. I mean, it has to be a good sign. The two, the things that stand out for me there, yeah, please, are watching you try to operate an eighteen wheeler would be amazing, <laughs> and yes. and how out of character it would be for you to be drunk. Right. Yeah. Right. I appreciate that. If I was doing an eighteen wheeler and there was fifteen feet of space between two cars, trying to parallel park in between them, which I assume the eighteen wheeler takes up more than. Of course, feet. yeah. Um, sounds amazing. Yeah. And uh, I would like to be there to watch myself do that. <laughs> yeah. And the amazing thing is, Mike F., another one of our, you know, listeners slash Discord. Esteemed Discord members. Yes. Uh, he got on one of those AI art things and typed in some of these things and came up with 16 pictures of sort of me picking up uh, Sammy Montour and... Then us playing poker together and me crashing the semi into a, a casino. It's amazing. And and one of the poker things, it sort of looks like, um, what is that? An English muffin bag. English muffin bag, yeah. Potentially near me. Now, that's just got to be coincidence, it, it, right? There's no way the AI found that, right? I, that seems very unlikely, but it's an odd coincidence. It's very odd. Anyway, a lot of the images are pretty great. And uh, the whole thing is beautiful. And this is the kind of stuff that happens sometimes. This is the kind of stuff that happens. Yeah, so you should check that out. Play with AI. Play with AI, but also, you know, come to our Discord. Mm. Be- before the AI learns from all of the things you're doing and destroys us all, you might as well enjoy your life. Mm. And one way to do that is to join our Discord. Agreed on all fronts, sir. Yeah. On all fronts. Well, thanks. On thanks. all fronts. The f- you know, every, fronts time, the every time you participate in a CAPTCHA when you sign up for a new website... You're teaching the AI how to kill us all, basically. Yeah. It's your fault if you, if you click the traffic lights. You have to click the traffic lights. Yeah, you have to, but it's also your fault if you do it. It's not that you're really teaching once, it to kill us all. You're teaching it just to manipulate us all. Once the, the AI knows what a traffic light looks like, <laughs> it's, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I actually had a friend who was complaining about how hard the captures were and how dumb it was. And I was like, do you not know what the captures are really there for? And they, they thought it was like, a, like somehow to... The prove your human thing, and it's like, yeah, yeah that's not really what it's no, about it's not. at all. They are they're using you, buddy. Yeah, they're using you to teach to teach machines things. Um, 
And when he heard that, he was like, oh, okay. Like, it's supposed to be hard. Yeah. Originally, it was easy. And now the machines have got smart enough that it's like almost impossible for humans to get this right, which means that's the level that, you know, yeah. that's the level you want the AI to be at, essentially. So this is like the really granular differences between human brains and AI brains, for at least for a lot of this stuff now. Like, even when you're supposed to just write the letters now, and there's all these things in the way, and stuff is big and small, and... I don't ever get the letters anymore. I just got them the other day. I always get sidewalks, or crosswalks, and traffic lights, and sometimes, yeah, there's like, a lot motorcycles. It's all, it's all based on it's all road Tesla, travel. Man. It's all Tesla AI stuff, I right? guess. It seems like, right? Elon Musk, I saw him actually talking up on some interview, and they were um, saying, like, are you worried about people doing things to try and confuse your AI. And he said, well, actually, like right now, if you wore a T-shirt with a stop sign on it, the, the car would stop. Huh. Um, but, you know, we're working on all that stuff, so it's harder. People mostly don't do that. But right now, yeah, it, you can still fool it a little bit. Um, but it learns quickly, and so not for too much longer, hopefully. Of course, hopefully it doesn't, I feel like we've been saying that for a long time. I know. Man. Hopefully it doesn't unlearn that too well, the you know, person with a stop sign shirt on... Doesn't I see a person in a stop sign very close to each other. I must barrel forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it get, those level of distinguishing, though, is like, is the deal, right? Yeah. That's the deal. Because there will be bad actors out there, which I never thought of until I saw this, this little clip of an interview, where people will, you know, make, put images up that the, um, the AI normally would recognize as one thing, but it's, a, it's actually a different yeah. thing and have it behave in weird ways, potentially killing people. That's yeah. an interesting way to... For sure. But in theory, Tesla should be working on all that anyway. Hopefully. I mean... Who knows these I'm days. concerned. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get... We're not going to get truly self-driving cars for another fucking 20 years, apparently, so who cares? Yeah. I'm... I was so on board with it. Yeah. Elon's just been lying every year. It's, he's, he's, it's, it's been, all, been like... Been, since 2014, He's right? been two years away since yeah. 2014. Yeah. He just lies about it every time. Yeah. I mean, the, Tesla's doing very well. I mean, it was. I, I mean, I think, they're, I think their stock is tanking massively. But. Yeah, but I'm, I think they're selling a lot of cars. Sure. I think they're selling a lot of cars. But I, mean, the, I want... This is a bit of an aside. Here we go. I wonder how much market share Tesla's really going to have in a couple of years, because there's a lot more competition than there used to be for, for electric cars that are actually good. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Tesla gave away all that technology to everyone else yeah. uh, a few years ago. Interestingly enough, it's weird you would say this, because Kathy Wood, you know who that is? She's like a big time crypto investor person. Yeah, not just crypto, but yes. She's like, you know, tries to be like, you know, very future forward type yeah. person. So crypto has been a big thing for her in the last four or five years. Um, she wrote, uh, or maybe it was an interview she, she did, but she, people were asking her like about the future of crypto and future investments and all that. And the only thing that really stood out was at the very end, she said she thought by like 2028, Tesla was going to be selling 75 to 90% of all cars sold would be Teslas. Really? I was like, what? It feels like it's going the opposite I way. I was really surprised to read that, but she's not an idiot. Yeah. She's really not an idiot. Now, it doesn't mean she's right, but that, that sort of made me like rethink some stuff I that, would that love she would to, feel strongly I would about love that. to bet against that prediction if I could. If I, I could mean, find a futures market where I could bet against, I'll, I'll take the 75%. I'll take the lower number. I'll bet against it. Yeah. 75 is, is high, but even anything close to that number. What's would the be highest shocking. it's ever been since like there were competition the, i don't know nobody's ever had half the market of i mean the world the, since there was competition real competition probably not yeah anyway i was shocked by that too like shocked and amazed and i just thought like that's a doozy of a prediction i mean i she's got to know how crazy that sounds this is right? not predictive of future sales but just as an example i was looking up 
electric cars on Consumer Reports just to see what they think of like the most recent electric cars because so many companies are making them now. And Tesla is low on the list as far as Consumer Reports mm. reviews. There, there's like a decent amount of Tesla models at this point. There's a few that are middling, but like the the highest rated ones are like Kias and Hyundais and stuff, and they're cheaper than Teslas. I don't see how they could possibly get seventy five percent of the market when that's the case. I'm finding her quote because I think it's important to say. Okay, she's right. She writes or says or whatever. Tesla is grabbing a disproportionate share and will continue to do so of the market. And we think by 2027 will account for 85 to 95 percent of all cars sold in the world. Holy mackerel! 85 what a, to 95. That's like seems so impossible by 2027. Five years. That it doesn't seem possible. That makes me doubt everything she yeah, says. Yeah, it does. It actually does. It's too, it's too extreme. How could you say that? I don't know. I mean, every other car manufacturer has to be hit by the bubonic plague at the same time, and Tesla has to have the only antidote and not get the plague. Like, how how could you? This is like to to use a sports analogy. This is this is like the the path the path to the Washington Wizards winning the NBA championship this year is every other team dying in a plane crash. <laughs> like it's it's like that level of yeah. of coincidence needs to happen. It's very it's a very odd prediction, and this is um this is new to be clear too. I, I think this is new actually. Let me see. Yeah, she gave this interview with Bloomberg at the end of November 2022. Okay, so, so Occam's Razor. She's heavily invested in Tesla and its market manipulation. Even so, the, she doesn't have to say it's something that extreme to, to be that's, very pro-Tesla and get true. people... She, she could, could say... She, she could, could say 40%. Think, she could say 40%. She could that's say extreme. 10%. It would be... Re, if that was true, it'd be huge for the stock. Yeah. Be incredible. She doesn't have to... 85 to 95%, I think, indicates actual belief in this kind of a thing. I wanna, it's, it's too crazy sounding to, to say as a manipulation. I know nothing about this, but I want to give her 50 to 1 on this. Like, I'll lay 50 yeah. to 1 on this. It sounds ridiculous. I mean, she's already betting tremendously on Yeah, of course. It, I'm sure. Um, anyway, just a shocking, crazy quote, which I saw. So when you're talking, so you made me think of that when you brought that up. Not to mention, like, there's a lot of Chinese manufacturing making much cheaper electric cars now. And a lot of those cars are getting sold in China. That part, that's part of the world. Like, what are we talking about here? This is I mean, absurd. I would like to take under on 20% of the market. For like, sure. She wants 85%. Like, we could probably meet in the middle somewhere and make a really good bet. Um, this is such a strange prediction that it's actually upsetting me. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> It's odd. Yeah. Now, she's not an idiot. Of course. And so there's something behind it, but I don't know what could possibly be behind it that could make you make such an extreme prediction. In five years. It isn't like she said in 25 years where you could think like, well, distribution channels change and the way cars are sold are gonna, is going to change. That's not going to happen in five years. Like those things, the way cars are sold will not change by 2027 in any significant I, way. I just don't see how fundamentally you could ever predict any one actor in a competitive yes. market claiming that share, especially when they're not even close to it right now. And it's an act, it's, um, it's a crowded market. Yeah. There's a bunch of car manufacturers. Yeah. Like there's three. You're telling me Toyota's not going right. to be able to grab 10% right. of the market and then Honda's not going to be able to grab another 8% whatever, and, you're already, and you're already done with those two if they only have 10 and 8%? Yeah. Toyota and Honda, the two biggest? Like, I mean, yeah. It seems very odd. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyway. So that happened. Speaking of doesn't make any sense, maybe we'll uh, find some of that in this hand. Oh, the segue. Always so good. It's possible that Milos Patakovic agrees with Kathy Wood. It's possible (laughs) that Zeki Sawyer-Gaz is an AI futurist expert and everything we said about Capture was wrong and he could could, uh, tell us. But as we know, they're not elite uh, poker players, most likely based on their Hendon mobs. Right. 
Right. Yeah. And, you know, also we're going to learn something about it in this hand, which you know and I don't. Because as we said, I don't know anything about this hand. Which was Somebody the, has like ace nine or something? Yeah, it was not exactly by design, but sometimes we just go with if, if one yeah. of us doesn't know about the hand, let's just keep it that way because it's a little novel in a way every once in a while. Yep. Um, this hand was suggested on Discord by Skjolder. Yes. Which is... Uh, Continuing the tradition of names that you struggle with. Skjolder is a, obviously a, a very Nordic name, but this person I know is from Washington State because of the mm. stuff they've said on the Discord, yes. so they're, they're lying. Which is <laughs> <laughs> a Discord crime. That's, that's appropriation, too. Yeah, of course it is. Lying. Of course it's it worse. is. It's worse. We are canceling Skjolder. Good. Also, it's Skjolder. You have to say it right. Skjolder. Yeah. We're doing the hand, though. Oh, well, I was doing the hand. So Discord is a place you can suggest, but if that's a little too scary for you, that's fine. Twitter is also a place to suggest hands. We would love to hear your hand suggestions, all of them, anything you think. Maybe this is interesting. Shoot it on over. If we don't do it, nothing's gained, nothing's lost. It's all fine. I mean, you've lost a little bit of time, and you've gained a little bit of pride. And you have done a mental exercise of, would the poker guys do this hand? Yeah. And you didn't know the answer. You, you, you put it in a Schrodinger box, and you sent it out to the world, and you know the cat's dead. So what? I'm going to make an assertion right now. Yeah. The people who are the best at suggesting hands are among the best poker players that listen to us. That could be true. Because they, under, like, they understand poker well enough to understand that this is the kind of hand we'd want to do. That, that could be true. They understand the, the nuance of like why a hand is an interesting hand to analyze instead of sending a cooler or something. Right, yeah. right. Um, so if, you're not, if you think you wouldn't be good at it, maybe learn how to be good at it, because then that'll maybe help you make, be a good poker player. Like, take a look. That may be a chicken and the egg thing, admittedly. Take but. a look in the mirror. This is the exercise That's for you. Right. If you haven't sent in a suggestion for a while or ever, here's what you do. You take a look at you. First, <laughs> you disrobe. You take a look in the mirror. You, you bring a pen and paper, and you stare at yourself as you write on the paper and just let your mind wander. Mm. And that will tell you how vapid you are, and how little you have to offer. Also, why are you just looking at yourself? Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> You're so narcissistic. So just a hand already. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, I just stand in front of mirrors naked for hours yeah. writing things. Are you crazy? What are you Get doing? Get it together. So just a hand and stop doing that crazy shit. All right. Thanks, Gilder. Yeah. We're not going to cancel you. We respect that you Yeah, it wasn't true. Hand. It was a lie. It's always a lie. Yeah, that's true. Um... Hey, we're hoping there's going to be solver work done on this hand. Oh, yeah. It's not a guarantee, but it it's probably might, happen. might happen. So probably going to happen. After, after we're done with our analysis, maybe we'll be back with some solver stuff. And the reason why we're hoping we don't know is because we have sent off the solver work, and we won't see it until we get it back, which may be in a few days. Yeah. And so the when timing we record might not... the solver section, it'll be like four days from now. The timing might not work out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, let's get to it. So the 15 remain in this event. Okay. And it's, you know how tournaments are stupid with their payouts. And this $3,300 event, with 15 remaining, the current payout is, is $22,000. There was just a jump from 19000 to 22000 so A lot 000. of people entered this event is what I'm getting. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's like 700 yeah. so, something okay. uh, with re-entries. Got it. Um, but first place is 384000 So that's significant. A long way to go That's a, that's a big 000. difference in, from 22000 yeah. Of course, you're happy to get twenty two k off 3300 That's a good day. Good couple days. You're happy, but once you're there, you're less happy. That's how it always works, right? It's a congratulations situation. Yeah. yeah. Tournaments are brutal that way. Yes, they are. Yeah. Most of the time, it's a congratulations. Most of the time. Uh, so, anyway, 15 remain. 100 and 150K are the blinds. Okay. With 150K, big blind ante. Patakovich. He's got 4.9 million in front of him, and he's in the hijack with ace nine of diamonds. So it's got like 33 blinds? Yeah. Okay. He min opens to 300k. Sure. Fine. Uh, I don't know. Strategically, it feels like 
this is a seem, seemingly well-structured event. This is day four, so it's like a well-structured event. It seems that we should be opening more than min when there's a big blind ante and the blinds are 100 and 150K. It feels like we want some fold equity. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, part of it is, are people folding? If people are folding to min sometimes, then we can open min, you know? Yeah. If they're not... And then there's some people... I mean, we don't really ever want a 3X, I don't think, unless we have really good reason to, right? No, but, but I can see myself gonna... going 400K here. Yeah. I think there's some people who are just completely indifferent to those price differences, right? Yeah. So they're going to either defend the full, the full range that they're defending with 300K is what they're defending with 400K anyway. It's all the same. If that's the case, 300K is great. Yeah. Um, if not, then fair enough. Yeah. I mean, my inclination is I never min in these spots anymore. I always go a little bit more because I can't help it. I was like throwing a little little cherry on that side. Yeah, you always do a weird amounts. Yeah. You just love take that. The, the, the smallest denomination chip and add that to whatever I'm doing. Did we already talk about this, how when you were playing cash and we have like green chips and yeah, white you chips. Hate it. You hate it You so bet much. $26 with a green chip and a white <laughs> chip. Like, why? People hate it. So I actually do it a little bit less now, I will say. A little bit less. Because we had that talk. I was like, yeah, it is kind of just wasting everyone's time. Yeah, a little bit. so I do change, slow the game down, yeah. a little cheeky bet. Anyway, it feels good though. It, it's not bad to min open. I just, yeah, you know, it's fine. I, my my gut instinct is to open bigger. Sure. Um, so Patakovich off of his thirty three blind stack opens to three hundred k with Ace Nine of Diamonds. Okay. Folds to Sawyer Gaz in the big blind. He's got nine point nine million. So okay. he's he's doing better. He's got sixty six bigs. Um, no more than that. Why did I say that? It's like eighty bigs. Uh, nine point nine million in the big blind with Queen Ten of Diamonds. No, it's it's like sixty six. It's sixty six bigs. Yeah. Where am I getting all of my numbers? I don't know. You're thinking it's one point hundred twenty and yeah, not, yeah, it's, it's sixty six. Sixty six bigs. Yeah, you're right. He's got queen ten of diamonds in the big blind. There's really only one move here, which is to call. It'd be weird to do anything but to call, Grant. Yep. The pot is eight hundred and fifty k. Okay, we're like thirty blinds effective here. Eight fifty k. Ace nine of diamonds against queen ten of diamonds. That's I'm right. ready to go. I'm saying this because I'm not looking at the notes because I don't know what happened. And I don't want to know what happened. Okay. So I have to keep Who this has in my head a little bit more. Let's, let's, let's oh, quiz. God. Let's quiz you. Who has ace nine? Um, Petakov, Petakovic. Petakovic. Yeah. Who has Woo. queen ten? Skoshkoljer. No, that's the suggester. Yeah. What's the name of this? Sawyer Gaz. Sawyer Gaz. Right. It's like the um the Russian. A satellite a little bit. So a little bit like the Soyuz. Sawyer gas. Soyuz. Soyuz, sure. Yeah. Well, let's not make it harder. Sawyer gas. It's like a Sawyer gasm. Okay, Tom Sawyer had an orgasm. Sawyer gasm. Sawyer gas. I got it. I got my mnemonic. Let's go. That's probably offensive. Anyway, he calls. How is that offensive? Tom Peter. Sawyer's not allowed to not allowed to get there? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's only allowed to try. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The only way you can is, <laughs> is to trick people into painting fences anyway. Uh, pot's 850K. Okay. <laughs> the flop is queen of hearts, nine of spades, deuce of diamonds. So right. top pair for Sawyer Gaz, middle pair, top kicker for Patakovich. They both have a backdoor diamond draw. Right. Sawyer Gaz. Spades, nine of hearts, deuce of diamonds. Got it. Queen of hearts, nine of spades, deuce of diamonds. Okay. okay. Sawyer Gaz checks. Yes, of course. Not really any reason to bet. Yep. All right, what do you want to do with Patakovich? This is right there in the middle. I think mostly I'm checking this one back. I think it's okay to bet. We can definitely get called by worse hands for yeah. sure. Um, it's a wet-ish board too. Um, but this plays really well as a check back, in, as part of our check back range where we can now bluff catch. And I like that. And we need to have some hands like that. And this is a pretty good one for that, right? There are, there's things we have to protect against if we were to, that, but we give up by, by checking here. Um, but having the ace is good. 
So there's less. And if our friend, if we check back and an ace comes, we may get two nice streets of value sometimes. Yeah. Right? Where he like gets to turn an ace and can't fold for two streets, you know? Yeah. Two more streets of action. So I mostly want to check this, but I, I can't hate a bet here. I agree. Um, I think Patakovich did something pretty interesting oh, cool. worth examining. He min bets. He bets 150 into 850. Interesting indeed. Yeah. So I think his Weird. goal here is just like, to deny equity from hands like King Four of Spades and stuff right. like that, like just all the random hands that are just just have auto folds. Let's just take the money. Any you know? dumb Jack Ten or King that's out there, essentially, he gets yeah. to like well, that doesn't have anything going on can fold. He doesn't always give it completely free, but it's still small enough that he keeps all his options open, and it's fine to check the turn and call the river if he wants. Yeah, I don't hate it. Though it's interesting. The obvious pitfall is that it reopens the action. Yep, you can get check raised, and you might induce a check raise with this sizing from. I don't think- from random hands. Our hand is way too good to consider folding if we get check raised, I think. Yeah, it just sucks, though, immediately. Yep. It like, immediately sucks. If, that is the problem. If my opponent sizes it like this, unless I've seen a consistent pattern of this sizing, I might check raise top pair for value. Right. You know, and that and so that really expands the value range, and that starts to suck if you're Patakovich. Agreed. Uh, so that's the, the pitfall. But overall, I think it's an interesting decision to bet the minimum here, and I think it's probably a good bet. I think it's probably there. It, there could be a better way to play this. Checking might be better. Betting bigger might be better. But I can't shit on this play. I, I agree. I think it's fine. I agree. By the way, if we get check raise and we call and a brick comes on the turn, we can mostly fold to another big barrel. Yeah, because then like then we've really them. announced that we have something if we call exactly. So if they if they fire again, they may give up with a lot of draws that miss. Yeah, they may keep going too, of course, and that's okay to get bluffed sometimes. But the made hands that continue to bet are almost always just got us beat. Almost always. Yep. So. All right, your Sawyer Gaz, do you consider turning this hand into a value check raise, the Queen 10? I think we should at least consider it, yes. We um, do have two back doors to go with it, which helps a little bit in case we get called. Here's the problems with doing this, of course. A, we're now reopening the action. Well, yep. We don't have to. That would suck to get... I mean, we just have to fold to a three-bet, obviously. Of course we fold to a three-bet, but we feel pretty dumb fold it, playing top pair like this, sort of turning it into like, yeah, it doesn't really matter what my cards are, kind of a hand. That's That's sort of... That sort of feels crappy. Yeah. We don't like that. Um, the other thing is we might... Okay, this would never be a game theory disaster spot if Jacks bet 150K. Of course, they're calling a check raise on this wet board. Of course, they are, right? Yeah. Um, it's a rainbow board. Is that right? Or are there two hearts? Uh, it's a rainbow board. Okay. Um, but queen nine. So although Jacks actually block the most obvious draws, but still, they're going to call once at least. Um, but I'd be worried that we may be folding out too much of the hand, too many worse hands, and we're all, we're never folding out a better hand, right? Never. Um, not that we were trying to fold out a better hand, but I I worry that there isn't enough to call us when he min bets. Though, you know, he might talk him, he might level himself in the calling a little bit more. He probably would. My inclination is mostly just to call and keep a cap on things rather than get myself in spots where I may like my hand is good enough that I could put myself in some really weird spots if I inflate this pot right now when the guy only starts the hand with 33 blinds. We may end up all in in weird ways because I inflated the pot. Yep. But I just don't have to do that. My inclination is mostly to call and see what happens. That's kind of a point in favor of this bet by Patakovich here. Yes. Like he's not getting the value range expanded against him by Jonathan Levy, at least. Right. Uh, not, not too far, at least. Maybe you do it with King-Queen, not Queen-10. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of players, a lot of good players would check raise this. Yeah. Um, just want to acknowledge that, and they might very well be right to. I'm sh- I'd be surprised if uh, the solver doesn't want to check race. Here. Yeah. Um, what do you, what would you do? I, my default is to call for all the reasons yes. that you said, but I think 
if I had a better queen, I might check raise. For, like, it's it's not exactly the same thing. I'm up against some queens, so like king queen feels like a little bit better to check raise. I don't know, but it's it's probably fine to check raise this too. Being out of position makes it all so much harder. You know, like yeah. if we're in position and he bets one fifty and we raise. Well, now we can check back turns or rivers if we want so that we can control how many streets of action go in. By check raising here, if we get called, what's our plan on the turn? We make it 700, and he calls. What's our plan on the turn? On a brick. The deuce of spades comes off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what our plan is either. Now, maybe the solver has a clear plan. Maybe Matt Berkey has a clear plan. I don't have a clear plan here. Is it like a really small bet? Is that the plan? We bet 350. Maybe not that small, but, you know, yeah, small 450, 5. I suppose. Uh, and then we're just going to go block, block, block the river too, or check if all the draws miss and give him a chance to bluff and hope he doesn't have a better hand that value bets us. It's, it it's, just seems like uh, so much trouble comes from this. It's unexplored territory for us. Yes. Maybe if we played That's that right. way a lot more, we would have better plans. We should probably look, seek to play this way more than we do in yeah. general, right? I feel like we're not balanced enough. Especially in tournaments. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, although maybe, maybe that's true, period. I, I know that... Good players, especially players who are trying to play solver perfect or close to it, check raise top pair a lot from the big blind against, I think, later position opens. Anyway. Yeah, sure. They do it a lot, and like I do it very rarely. Yeah. Um, and I think you do it very rarely, too. And we have our reasons, and I don't think they're bad reasons, but I think it's notable that like a lot of good players do it, and the solver wants to do it, and that's something at least to explore deeper. I agree. Okay. Anyway, Slayer Gaz decides just to call. Okay. Can't shit on that too much. Nope. That's I'm fine with phrase that. of the day, I think. Can't shit on that too much? Yeah. Have you been saying that a lot? I feel, I feel like I've said it at least twice on this podcast. I'm going to stop now and talk about nitro betting. Oh, my. That was a hard left turn for me. It was a medium central turn. Is for what, you? For everybody, except for you, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for me, I, was like a, I feel like I just found out that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Spoiler he was? <laughs> Did you make that up? It doesn't matter. What I'm not making up oh. is that if you use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitro Betting, you get access to all of the cool promotions, which every month includes the Poker Guys monthly tournament. It runs the last Sunday of every month. There's also cool sports betting stuff. They're doing World Cup stuff right now. Right now. Uh, that's going on that you can look up on our Discord and our Twitter and stuff. They did a really cool NFL Survivor pool where they put in a ton of money just for our people, and somebody got to win a bunch of money yep. for free. They didn't have to put in any entry fee. They do this for all sorts of sports events. I'm, I'm sure March Madness, they'll have a lot of promotions surrounding that, the Super Bowl, everything, you know? It's just, it's a cornucopia of joy, Jonathan, when it comes to sports betting. Of course, there's the poker. Of course, there's casino games. Of course, you're going to love your life. I feel like you're just giving the positives, though. Yeah. And not the negatives. Right, and we should look What's at both about? sides, fair and balanced. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we here's are. What, here's what you don't get. Okay. You don't get a personal chef. You don't get a massage. I don't even get my fucking feet massaged, Grant. Well, hold on a second. Let me fight back on this a little bit. Because your expected value in all of these free promotions could eventually earn you, Mm. if you do enough of those promotions, Mm. could eventually earn you the amount of money that would buy those things. Okay. That's an interesting point. I can't fight back too hard on that. Let me think of some other stuff I don't get. I don't get love from my mom for this. And I don't know that any kind of winning is going to do that, Grant. Well, you know. So why is nitrogen promising something they can't deliver? It's nitro betting. Nitro, nitro betting. I didn't say nitro sports. I just said nitrogen. Yeah. But nitro betting promising once again 
that my mother will finally approve of me, and it did. I don't think it's gonna happen, Grant. I don't think they promised that. Okay, it wasn't in the subtext. Okay. Okay, you're right. It was definitely in the subtext. Jonathan's everything, mom will approve of his decisions. Everything, all the subtext for all ads is you will be loved by those who you who you desire love from. Right. Come on. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. Because you'll make money. What will that money do for you? You'll be happy. But why will you be happy? Because you will finally get the love that you desire from those that you desire it from. That is the subtext of all advertising. This is the most depressing ad we've ever done. <laughs> yes. Well, it's right out there. Anyway... Nitro betting. There's a link in the description. Use the link. Gamble. Have fun. Whoopity do. Okay. All right. The flop was queen nine deuce rainbow with one diamond. They both have diamonds. So your guess is queen 10 and Patekovic has ace nine. Great. 1.15 million in the pot. So far, so good. The turn is the five of diamonds. Light that fuse, I baby. Mean, it, was a, it was a breakdown hand. So it like had to be a diamond on the turn, like 100% of the time, right? So how do you expect it to go? And how would you like each of these players to play it? Oh, that's great. Um, I would expect the queen, 10 of diamonds, who's loving this spot, to just check again. Um, And then I would expect our opponent now to size up a bit. Which guy's which? Oh. Quick quiz. (laughs) No problem. Uh, Soy. Okay, no, no. Sawyer. Sawyer Gaz. Yes. Woo, I use the mnemonic. <laughs> Sawyer Gaz, um, Sawyer Gaz um, has the queen, ten of diamonds. Yeah. Um, so I'd expect him to check here. Um, it, wouldn't be out of, it wouldn't be crazy to lead based on the hand that he has, but based on the action, it'd be kind of weird to lead. Yeah. Um, and then Patekovic. Patekovic, Patekovic. Yeah. That was pretty close. Yeah. Um, he's got the ace, nine of diamonds. Um, especially because he bets so small on the flop. And because this is such a good card for him, he, I think he wants to start to build a pot now, too. He can bet bigger on the turn, get called, and then just put no more action on the river unless he improves, which I think would be the plan. I don't think we'd go for three streets, even though the first street was tiny. Almost ever. Yeah. But we can size up the turn now because of this diamond. And then if a diamond comes, it's like we can bet big and hope to get called. So I think that, so that's, so generally I would expect check, reasonable size bet, Reasonable size bet in this case would be there is... 1.15. Thank you very much. At least 600K. Between 600 and 800K would be a reasonable size bet here. I guess on the lower side because we have ace nine, but something like that, whatever. Um, And uh, and certainly a call, not a race. That's that's my guess, but it's a breakdown hand, so it doesn't have to go that way. What happens? Check, check. Really? Yeah. After 150, and we improve there, we go check, check. I will say the cool thing about checking back with the ace nine of diamonds is it's really hard to put us on a diamond draw. Yes, it it's is. It's so hard to put us on a diamond draw, which is cool. So we can, if the diamond actually comes, we might be able to get, well, we can, we might, knowing the hands, we're going to get the full double, but we might be able to get called. Like a raise may get called or a big bet maybe get called. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing, I agreed with everything you said. One thing that I might have expected you to think was, that Sawyer guys might lead sometimes yeah. because of the size of the bet on the flop. Oh, that's fair. Like, you might expect a lot of checkbacks with that little dinky equity denial style bet. I did think, not the second part of that, but the first part, that he might, when I was talking about leading, I did think with the 150K, but I didn't say it. But I didn't think with the, because of the checkbacks part. So just for full transparency, Grant. Okay, thank you. Thank I want you. everyone to know everything. Yeah. I, I, the only satisfaction in life is to be known. And to be approved by those who you desire <laughs> approval from. <laughs> Speaking of that, by the way, after the check, check. Yeah. Uh, you can get approval from those you desire to be approved Here from comes. by using Manscaped. What? Yeah. 
Support, Tell me more. Support for the breakdown is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Woo-hoo. Yes, we are talking below the waist men's grooming on the show. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the performance package. Jonathan and I actually each received one of these in the mail. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. This is the important part. You get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code POKERGUYS at manscaped.com. That's an important code to remember, POKERGUYS. And it is the holiday season. Mm. If you are not a man or if you just want to get a gift for a man, this is actually a really cool gift. It's like a... Nice looking box full of cool below the waist man tech. <laughs> there's a lot of different items as well. Yeah, so that there's uh, you got your a lot of stuff for the balls. Right? Well, yeah, but the, the 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 star of the show is the lawnmower yes. 4.0. It is. Uh, it's it's like a trimmer for hair, and it's it's very effective and very good. Yeah. It did a lot of work, a lot of heavy lifting, and and, the, and, and some uh, cool stuff about it. Uh, it. It has a little light on it, so you can see where you're going. It's useful. I mean, uh, if you're if you're shaving in the dark, especially, it's great. But it's, it's we don't recommend that, especially in your nether important. Regions. Important to mention also that it is waterproof, which means you can mm. use it in the shower, which eliminates a lot of the 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 mess and questions surrounding your trimming needs. Mm. You just do it in the shower and don't worry about it. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, actually, that is nice. Yeah, you also get an ear and nose trimmer, which is you know something I've never had before. Happy to have one now. To be clear, you're not actually trying to trim either your ears nor your nose. It's just the hair that comes yes. from that. And if people didn't realize that, they're <laughs> probably not smart enough to be able to even get to manscaped.com and enter the code poker guys. But there's probably a, a slice in the middle who are not smart enough to understand it, but are smart, smart enough to get there. And I want to capture them. I feel like we just did. So okay. that's good, right? Yeah, you got him. You got him. Good. Uh, you also, as Jonathan mentioned, there's stuff for the balls. There's uh, ball deodorant. So much stuff And for ball the balls. toner. I mean... It sounds weird, but it's very nice. It's good stuff. It's like, I didn't know I needed this, but you know what? Why not? It's, uh, it, is, it is a legit good gift for Christmas, birthday, Father's Day, all that stuff. Get in there and get you some Manscaped, I think is what Grant likes to say. Uh, yeah, get 20% off and free shipping with the code PokerGuys at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code PokerGuys. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I like how you really dropped down there. Yeah, the, 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 I felt like uh, octave lower. I, I was advertised. I was like, it was like a tryout for me to actually do their Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, and I think I'm going to get it. I think. Well, I don't know if you're going to get it, but I think that tryout went really well. Thank you. Say that. Thank you. I'm at least going to be in the running, or to put it better, I did the best that I could do. Yeah, and that's what matters in the end. There's nothing more you could ever ask of yourself than the best that you have. Right. It doesn't matter if it's bad. Thanks. <laughs> Speaking of the best that you have, get that Manscaped stuff. Oh. It makes you better. <laughs> it makes you better. All right. Back to the hand. Okay. 1.15 million still in the pot because nobody bet the five of diamonds turn. Queen of hearts, nine of spades, deuce of diamonds, five of diamonds, nut flush draw. Diamond. For pe- Diamond. Sorry. I was just doing a thing, a recap. The I know, people, I, got, the I people, got excited. The people need the recaps. I got excited for the diamond on the river. Patakovich has ace nine of diamonds for the nut flush draw and middle pair. Sawyer Gaz has queen ten of diamonds for top pair and the third nut flush draw. I will say there's no chance of diamonds coming on the river because then it's not an interesting breakdown hand. You never would have chosen it. So no, it can't be, there can't be a diamond the on the river. The reason it's an interesting breakdown hand is due to the choices of some of the players on the river. 
Cool. Some of the two players. Okay. Uh, the, the river is the nine of hearts. Hey, hey. Okay. So we got top pair against trips. Yep. That's a great card for the ace nine. Um, probably would have preferred a diamond, but this is good. This is a great card, though. Yeah. Here's something that happens. Okay. Sawyer Gaz bets. Right. 350K Why? into 1.15. Why is he betting now? Because he uh, just thinks he has the best hand most of the time. He, it's hard for him to imagine. He, he's trying to get called by Jackson Tents, right? And he's afraid that now they have more checkbacks on the nine pairs specifically. Yeah, they will check back, but that's a bad plan. You block tens, and Jacks is only six combos yeah. out of the whole deck that this guy could play. He almost never has a weaker queen. Maybe you're concerned that there just aren't many bluffs here because it was so small on the flop and there was no bet on the turn. Like, there aren't draws that missed very often. Turns out there is, but it got there I another mean, way. Are Jacks or tens even going to call? I mean, eights aren't going to call, right? Like, I guess if you really want, like, there's only. You have to have some calls. I don't know if Jackson Tens are part of it, but you have to have some call. Like, isn't yeah, you could have the turn. You could have the better time? hands than Queen Tennis calls that you that you play this way. Like what? I don't know. You could have a queen that you play this way. Sometimes. You're mostly betting the turn, or you're not. You're usually not just putting in one min bet on flop and turn on this wet a board. Um, okay. Usually, right? All right. I think we're getting usually. in the weeds too much here. Okay. Fair enough. I don't think it's a good justification for betting queen ten. Okay. It's very hard to think of hands that can call. I mean, really, it's jacks. Jacks is the obvious hand. Yeah, I mean... If we don't bet too much, jacks are probably going to feel like they have to call. Jacks and tens... They block jack ten. Right, they, they both block the only draw on the flop. It's a really... Actually, it's really a problem. Yeah. You might just be sitting there thinking, like, how am I ever getting value, though? Like, By, it's by checking and letting him bluff, he bet 150K on the flop. That's so much better. I will say, because he only bet 150K on the flop and it went check-check, we can have a whole host of weak hands here that really would fall to a real pressure yeah. on the river. So maybe you're right. Maybe that's, that's probably a higher expected value than trying to bet and get called by a few hands that are going to, like, cry and call a not very big bet. If we check, we may face a big bet. Let him, let him rep trip nines. Turns yeah. out he has it. Let him rep trip nines when he has, like, you know, an underpair or something like that. And he's like, ah, maybe I can get you to fold. Or ace-jack that feels like it's not quite good enough. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, I think, I think I really don't like this bet. How much does he bet? 350. Into 1.1? Yeah. He bets very small. He's trying to get called by pocket eights, too. Yeah, he is. He's trying I, to get called by any one pair hand. And maybe he knows Patakovic is a bit of a station or something, and the Patakovic right. would call with those hands, but I can't imagine myself calling with eights here. Uh, it's, I mean... You can beat Jack-10, that's it. That's it. Maybe well, well, no, King 10, Jack, all the gut shots. Yeah, all the gut shots. Yeah, those, those are there. And it was, um, it was Queen 9-5? Queen 9-deuce. Queen 9-deuce. So there's no other gut shots. No. Except for the, the stuff around queen, the Queen and the 9. So there yeah. aren't that many. There's 8-10 and stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, I don't know. 9-8. 9-8 had to call. There, there's, nope, 9-8's not a gut shot at all. 9-8's a pair. Damn it. Damn it all the hell. King 10. 8-10, Jack-10, and a few others with the King-Jack, etc. Jack-8. There you go. That's it. Yeah, I think I, think I like checking and, and letting Patakovich fire away. Those hands may really feel obligated to take a shot after we check again. Yeah. Right? Like, if they can just blow us off a lot of hands. Because trip-nines is not impossible for um, Patakovich to have yeah. based on the way he played it. He could have not an ace with it He could have, and not a draw on the turn. He just has a nine. He bets once, gets called. He's like, eh, let, why make it big? I'll bluff catch the river. Yeah, this is a bad card for Queen 10. Yeah, it is. So maybe that's a reason to check too. Yeah, fair enough. So anyway, he bets 350. We should know though, because this card is so bad, like we don't have to put, like 
if we get raised, which we really might, we know we really might get raised, yeah. right? Um, we could very strongly consider folding even top pair here because trip nines is right there, bro. Anyway, so that's so that's so you could be limit. You could like be blocking and deciding to fold uh, with the blocking. Bet. Yeah, you're like so I don't have to lose six hundred k. Fine, beat. but Fine. but if but it's probably still not the plus EV play, the best play. All right. Do you think it's a must raise for Patakovic? Yes, three fifty. I do. Yeah, I do too. I mean, like we have eight nine. There's no straight out there. There's no flush out there. Obviously. He could have a full house, but it's really rare. He'd have to have queen nine and play it this way. I, I don't. He, I guess he could have nine five suited. He could have deuce deuce. Yeah. Um, but also, he's often gonna size up his full houses, his strongest hands, hoping we have trip nines, right? Yeah. And also, a queen could decide to hero us and figure like, eh, I'm not gonna really get called by most of the other stuff anyway. Like you're saying, you would fold eights anyway. Jacks and tens maybe call, but are kind of bad hands to call with because yeah. they block. The, the straight draws, they yeah. block the obvious bluffs and can't beat anything yep. on the board for value, right? So, so I, yeah, this sizing feels like we just are obligated to raise. It's going to suck to raise and get jammed on. It's going to suck, and I don't know what we do. Maybe we have to call anyway because we have the best nine, and there just aren't very many full houses. That's a problem for tomorrow. Right now, I think we just have to raise and figure it out. All right, how do you want to size it? He made it 350. There's 1.1. We don't have to go crazy here. Um, I think like 1.2, 1. 1.3 is pretty good. It looks like we could absolutely get full. It looks like we're going for fold equity. Yeah. Um, if he wants to hero, this is the kind of hand that we're really looking to get. This, obviously, trip nines is really what we're hoping for. But a queen could decide to call. And it looks like we're trying to get him to fold, which is what we want, right? And he's got all the money. Mm-hmm. So he can make that call if he really wants to. I think 1.3. 2.6. Holy macaroni. He's trying to get called by trip nines. Yeah, he's hoping he's, that the other nine is in. Is right. In. I mean, you, you would Sawyer expect Sawyer Gas to play it. trip nines exactly this way. Yes, you would. And I, it's really hard for that hand to fold. Now, once you go 2.6, maybe you can consider yeah, folding you, that. You could consider it. But we have to call with something. And yeah. so trip nines is a pretty good thing. And we blocked the full houses with trip nines. So it's a pretty good one to call with. Um, it feels like he's 100% targeting trick nines and saying like, yeah, 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 you don't have many queens anyway. You didn't check raise the flop when I bet 150. You, you, you might just check a queen anyway. We think it's probably better to check a queen, right? Yeah. So he's probably saying they're like, when you have something, you usually have trip nines. This is great. I have the best trip nines. Yeah. I think that's probably what's I'm going through. forcing you to call. Um, but he has queen 10, so obviously Sawyer Gas should fold, right? Right? Well, that's my initial inclination. But we should talk about it. What are the bluffs? Just any random shit? It's just random, right? What was the river? It's the nine. It's nine of hearts. Nine. What this was is, the turn? It was uh, the five of diamonds. So right. second diamond came in and went check, check. So the right. turn doesn't inform us of very much. No. So here, here's the problem. There was a nine on the flop. There is now another nine on the river. We can have so your, that. So, so your guys could raising? absolutely have a nine. So why would Patakovich raise right. as a bluff? It's hard to imagine him doing it. Now, if he's going to bluff, he's like, how do I fold out a nine? I guess I have to go 2.6 million. But would you really want to like risk your entire tournament trying to fold out trips? There's, you barely put any chip. You put three blinds into the yeah. spot. There's no reason to, to take the shot. He still has 30 blinds back because he's putting so few chips. It's crazy to think that this is a bluff based on all that. He has to have, we have to have other reasons like, Holy macaroni, Patakovich is just a crazy motherfucker and attacks everything. Otherwise, I don't know what we're doing, even considering 
calling. I don't think we should consider calling with Queen 10 anyway. Isn't this like one of the worst hands we have here? Maybe the worst. One of the very worst hands we even bet with for value. Yeah, let's so talk about need... distribution. Yeah, okay. Because um, there's all the auto folds where we're just bluffing, so that we shouldn't even really count those in the distribution. Of the hands that we bet to wanting to get called. I imagine Sawyer Gaz wanted to get called when he bet 350 with Queen 10. Yes, um, I'm sure he did. Maybe we have weaker queens too? Maybe we have... Like, yeah, I, th- I think we do. I think we have weaker queens here for but, 350. But we have so many trip nines in our range, and then we also do have full houses in our range. Um, yes and yes. So why would we call with this hand? Maybe we think we just would size bigger with those, and we're sizing down, so then we're thinking like, now it's just one pair of hands instead of, you know, so it's like queens... But even so, and we're like, this is one of our better queens. It's a medium queen. It's a medium queen. Um, we have we have the ten of diamonds in our hand, and there's no nine of diamonds on the board, which means we block nine ten suited a little bit. That's a, something we could think about for calling. I'm just trying to go with any reason to call here. Um, what other nines is he opening? Eight nine nine ten. Jack Ace nine, nine suited. suited, maybe Jack nine suited, maybe nine seven suited. Yeah, it depends. We don't we don't know. Yeah, um, but maybe King nine suited. Uh, Sawyer Gaz may have a sense of these things. We don't. Yeah, right. He might open Queen nine suited. I don't know. He might. He might. Um, Queen nine suited probably bets the turn. You would think that's the one that. Yeah, you feel like that has to almost always bet the turn, right? So maybe because okay, Sawyer Gaz calls which is why this is a breakdown hand. Yeah, that's the only reason it could be, right? He has to call. Yeah, so maybe he believes that Patekovic would only raise to the sides with a full house, but because he didn't bet the turn, doesn't think he could have any full houses, and that's why he called. Maybe, and then this is like the one non-full house hand that makes some sense. Yeah. Right? Even so, it's such a big raise. It's sort of a shockingly big raise. It's so polarizingly big. Okay, I guess Sawyer Gaz is also just responding to his own sizing. And he's like, did I just induce this? I just have the best hand and I induce this. And if, I bet it, if I bet 600K, none of this happens. But I bet 350. So he pounced on it. And now, like, like he is, he's so polarized. And he bet 150 and he bet nothing on the turn. How can he suddenly have a monster? It's sort of what you're talking because about. Because a nine came. And that makes plenty of sense. <laughs> but, but he's thinking, like, he's repping. I think it's what you said, though. I think he's... Um, Sawyer Gaz thinks Sawyer Gaz thinks he's repping a full house, and he's like, I don't see how any full houses could be here. Two pair on the turn, which turns into a full house, bets the turn. Any set on the turn, which turns into a full house, bets the turn. They bet the turn. They don't go. They don't go check check. They bet something. So what the hell? Yeah, I that, think that's what's going on. I think that is what's going on. But then he's making a categorical decision with all of his hands yes. and not using distribution. Right. He's saying like game theory doesn't matter here. I don't believe you can have it. Yeah. Which. Might be correct mostly, and maybe he ran into the one, the one hand that the guy can have, which is ace. It's possible, but I still think we should just fold this hand, and maybe we call when we have a nine and get sad that we got coolered. Another important question is um, Patakovich. If he has king nine and we bet three fifty, he's probably also raising, right? He would, you would think. If he's got jack nine suited and we bet three fifty, he's probably raising that too. He might, yeah. I don't know if he's going to make it two point six though. Yeah, this is the thing. He might make the now. He may do the one point two, one point three, like I was talking. about. Maybe it feels like less like he's going to go two point six, but maybe he's good enough to do that. If he's good enough to do that, then we're in hell and we should be in order to do it. This this clearly feels like it's it's. A, I'm playing the player because. I can't think of any other good reason to call with Queen 10 here when we get raised this much. I mean, when it's we possible. It's not, these guys don't have massive hand, and it's possible that Sawyer Guys is just a station. 
Yes. And he's like, I have a pair and I don't like getting bluffed, so I call. It's also possible that Padakovich is a bit crazy and happened to have it this time. And, yeah. and Sawyer guys knows that and got very unlucky. Yeah. If Padakovich has, has a history of making enormous bets as super, bluffs, super spewy, we see players who do that. Yeah. Then that, that can justify this a little bit. And you're like, the plan is to like bet call. Oh God, he made it more than I ever thought he would, but he's the spewy guy. And how is he ever supposed to have a big hand here anyway, except like just a nine What do you, uh, you know, like, okay, but he's really repping a full house with the sizing. I can say you talk yourself into it. I could too. If you use distribution, though, you would. You just can't call. It's it. such a risk, though. It's so much, so many chips. The, yeah, and and the thing is, that's interesting is Patakovich is risking so many chips. Yeah, right. He's risking a huge chunk of his own stack. When if he's bluffing, he doesn't have to risk that much to bluff. Yeah. This reminds me a little bit of the hand we did way, way, way back when. Um, I don't remember what it's even called anymore, but it's the one. It's Chris Oliver. Oh, how can he call? How can he fold? How can he fold? Oh, Which my God. Which turned into the name of our book. How about that? Against, what was the name? Galen Hall. Yeah. Where Galen Hall said, um, so Galen Hall bets and gets raised all in by Chris Oliver on the river when Galen Hall rivers is straight and Oliver rivers the, the unlikely full house. And Galen said one of the reasons why he folded, first of all, he bet polarizingly big on He bet like pot on the river anyway. But still, he had a hand he thought long and hard about calling with. One of the reasons why he folded is he said... Oliver, and he played a lot with Oliver. Oliver didn't have to raise all in as a bluff. Oliver went all in for like $19 million. Oliver could have, gone and could have raised to 12 or $13 million, had the same fold equity. He knows Oliver knows that. And that was a little bit of a clue that he thought Oliver was going for value. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if this sizing should be a little bit of a clue for us too. When Patakovich is spending so much of his own stack, when he could make it 1.8. And you would think have the same amount of fold equity that 2.6 has. Right. right. It, it would help to know the player because yes. some, some players tend towards bigger sizing when bluffing. Some yes. tend towards bigger sizing when value betting. This is certainly value independent. Ultimately. I think as a whole in poker, more players tend towards bigger sizing when value betting than bluffing, though. Right. So I think that's a better default to go with I if agree. you're going to make an assumption. You need to see it yeah. before you do it. There's a guy, Krish, who plays on like Hustler Casino and I think used to play on Live at the Bike who does lots of like really big, weird, no reason to bluff bluffs where it's like he's got like seven, eight, and the board is like king, four, you know, ten. And Jennifer Tilly has three bet preflop and bets the flop, and he just goes all in for like seven times the pot for no reason and eventually gets called and just loses. Like he does things like that. It's fine. That's a guy you can call when they do this. But most people you should mostly just fold until you know. Yeah. Because like you said, they tend to have it. When they put all the money behind it. They do. So this is a huge pot that Patakovich wins. Um, unfortunately for him, it doesn't vault him to any no. riches. No. Really. He gets ninth. Oh. Which is nice. Does for he get 38,000. Wait, there's more than just that. He also gets some of the love and approval he desires from those he desires. It right. From. Of some, course. For at least a little while. Of course. See, uh, and Sawyer Gaz gets 10th for, oh. tw- for 28,000. Oh, whoa. Yeah, big jump. Ouch. Patakovich. Yep. Mustafa Kana ends up fifth in this thing, and it's won by Georgios Sotiropoulos, who uh, is the guy who has $4 million in Hendon. Well, so. sure, after this. Yeah, I mean, geez. He had 3.6 coming into this thing. Oh, boy. Oh, you're unimpressed? <laughs> Impress me l- later with other stuff. I, this is nothing to me. George. Yeah, George. Oh, it's Giorgio. George. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.